Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast, where our goal is to give practical tips and tools to help moms actually enjoy parenting. Whether you're watching or listening by yourself or you're with a group, we're just so glad that you've joined us. And remember, we never want to add to your already long to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. Hello, hello. I'm Julia Fortman, the Fearless Mom Administrator. In fact, if you've ever reached out to info at fearlessmom.com, that's me. One of the big questions we're getting right now is when are the lectures going to be back on podcasts? And actually, lectures and podcasts are now separate. One of the things that we've done in this transition during the pandemic is um, built in new ways to bring you more material. So podcasts and lectures are now separate. The, the lectures that Julia is recording right now will be up uploaded for you in the fall. So they will be coming, but onto our e-course platform instead of podcasts. So today, well, you've been hearing from people like David Thomas, Sissy Gough, from Mac and Julie, and that's something exciting, a new opportunity that we have to engage some of our speakers, some other experts in other areas. You bet. I love the opportunity to, um, to share in different voices. I never want to be the only voice um, of Fearless Mom. I am uh, maybe the loudest voice <laughs> that, you know, and, and we develop together the heart behind it. But what an opportunity we have with podcasts now, um, again, something we've learned in the pandemic, that we can reach out and do podcasts with so many people, mm -hmm. people who are experts in their field, people who have more experience than we do. And um, and then people who are just maybe they come from a different perspective or a different point of view. We right. love hearing from those um, other moms. So you introduced yourself and I did not. I'm Julie. I don't know if you can tell if you're listening, my accent. I always wonder, like, can they tell the difference between Julia and me? And I think they might can. Maybe they can. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I realize when I listen, like, wow. I just always want to make sure that they know that when I am introduced, our names are so similar. I yes. want to make sure that they know that I'm somebody different than you so that they're not like, What's wrong with Julie today? <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> they would think, where did her accent go? What is she doing? Well, okay, thanks so, so much for hosting that, sure. Julia. It does make a difference. So the biggest question I've been getting is about where is where are the lectures? Yeah. When will they be back on podcast? And probably the biggest question you get is about discipline. I'm going to tell you that 99% of the questions that I'm asked are about discipline. And it's all ages. Mm -hmm. Discipline with um, people with uh, toddlers, even younger. I would say before we enter toddlerhood, we call it at church we'll refer to them as the runners and walkers mm -hmm. you know right. and so not an infant but not yet really like right. a two-year-old you know there's somewhere um, usually somewhere 15 18 yeah. months and so yeah. I'll get the question when do I start you mm -hmm. know with discipline or I'll get everything all the way up through high school and even really it's not so much about discipline when the kids are um, college and young adult but how do I handle this when my child comes home or when my child asks um, or how, how do I encourage my child, even with adult children, we, we really never stop parenting, never, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I love to talk about discipline. My um, degree was special education and my passion was behavior, behavior management. And um, even in the way we do our kids program at church, you can see um, the behavior management is worked in. We want mm -hmm. to increase the opportunity for learning and decrease the opportunity for misbehavior with everything we do. And really, if you take that mentality to your home, 
then you're already a leg up. You know, how do I set everybody up for a win? And I think that as we um, approach Valentine's, that we talk about love and love one another. And I know every mom I know loves her child. And a lot of times we feel like love, loving our children conflicts with that need to discipline. And I would tell you that we discipline because we love them. Yes. And I I think they go hand in hand. I think what we have to do is take a step back and go, what do we mean by discipline? What does that even mean? Because most people, you know, think of it negatively. Right. Right. And that it feels unloving. It feels unloving. Mm -hmm. And that when, when you hear the word discipline, you may only think punishment. When in reality, discipline comes from the word disciple, which is a training and a raising up. And we want to equip them to be adults. And so... If you look at the goal of parenting, the goal of parenting and our responsibility is to equip our children to become resilient, competent, you know, independent adult children. Mm -hmm. And so then when we look at the purpose of discipline, it's to teach and train intentionally using both negative consequences and positive consequences so that they become those competent, independent, you know, resilient adults. And so discipline is really the most loving thing you can do for your child yes and i know some people feel unequipped or not um they don't have the training or they don't know where to start and and i love what you've said it's less about a mom's ability it's more about her responsibility yeah i think it's important to realize like julia you have been in education for how many years now over 20 over 20 my degree you know special ed and i've been working in children's ministry and um i was in the classroom for years and then you know worked in children's ministry and i still do so yeah we have some experience but you and I both know when it comes to our own children right we are starting from scratch you know and I would tell you that we are pretty prepared and yet we are overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. feel you know under equipped and underqualified it's more about leaning in and saying I'm going to do the best I can because I know for a fact that the best thing for my child is for me to figure out what my role is in this world what my role is in my child's life and so I'm going to embrace the responsibility and I'm going to dig in there has never been a day that I thought "Ooh, I've got this thing figured (laughs) out you know it's a it's just a relentless spirit it's Mm -hmm. just a well you know what I did my best today I'll do my best tomorrow and I I think sometimes we struggle with, um, you know, well, it's just not my nature. It's just not, well, it is your responsibility. Right. Whatever your nature, it's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And if God put a child in your home, then he's calling you up to, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, fulfill that responsibility. And, um, but I do think it's, it's really defining what discipline is, defining what parenting is, and then digging in and saying, okay, how can I do this? And one of the things we say at Fearless Mom all the time, we don't want to add to your to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional with what you're already doing. So what we like to do with discipline is take a step back and go, let's simplify it. Because if we can, if we can break it down, then you can take it and apply it to every situation because every child is different. Every parent is different. And listen, we know our kids are different on different days, you know, for sure, different times of day. So if I have a simple strategy, you know, if you have a plan, you're less likely to panic. So if I can go into it with a plan, I think I'm, I'm setting myself up for a win. I'm setting my child up for a win. And so 
that's really what we do. So when I teach on discipline, it's not because I've done it perfectly. It's because, hey, over the years, we have kind of broken it down and said there are some things that are consistent across the board, no matter your child's personality, no matter your child's age, um, you know, no matter the family dynamic. And so that's what we want to do. We want to say, all right, what's the purpose of discipline? What are some common things that we can all put into practice? Um, I do think it's important to recognize when I say um, your responsibility is to raise up an independent adult, um, a competent adult. If you have a special needs child, what does that look like for you? Um, I think your responsibility is to raise up your child um, to be as independent as possible, as competent as possible in, you know, that independence. And so I would say if you have a child with special needs, then you stay in close contact with your school counselor, with the teachers, with your pediatrician, um, with your, you know, occupational therapist and and work together. My, my heart and my passion is for every mom and every child. And so you take pieces of this and apply it as best you can in your situation. Right. But I, I think that's a, that's a big thing that we, we don't want to overlook. So what's the purpose of discipline? What's the purpose of parenting? Let's stop. We go to scripture. We filter everything through scripture. Um, Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. Train up a child we said already discipline is training, equipping, you know, directing and correcting in the way he should go. That's the independence part. Right. My responsibility is not to determine my child's purpose. It's to equip him to discover his purpose. Or his path. Or, or his path. I, I think that's pretty important um, to recognize the difference between uh, the two. I'm going to do my best to set him up for his best. I'm going to do my best to set her up for her best. And then I'm going to let them go. Um, and discipline is more about shaping a child's heart than fixing a behavior. I'm going to say that again. Discipline is more about shaping a child's heart than it is fixing a child's behavior. That most, is so good. Most people who come to us will say, I have this situation or this situation. And I'll say, stop. Number one, what's your goal? I want her to be independent. I want her to be, okay, you need to look at it with that perspective. Now, number two, um, instead of telling me what you don't want, tell me what you do want. So I want her to do her homework when I ask her to. I want him to be gentle with his brother. I want her to obey, um, you know, the quickly time. the first time I right. ask her. I want him to be honest. Whatever it is, tell me what you do want. And then let's parent toward that. Let's parent toward a vision instead of away from what we don't want or fear. Um, and so we, what do we want? I can't possibly predict every situation my child will encounter but what I can do is do my best to set him up for his best and so if you look at Proverbs 4 23 guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life so now if I look at discipline as okay my responsibility is to shape my child's heart I can't determine the course of his life but I can prepare him to respond and approach anything and everything and that's where guard your heart so I'm going to prepare the heart. But the I best think I as can. moms, we have to guard our own hearts, too. I think you posted something For to Instagram sure. today that talks about when your kids are all going crazy, you better get you some Jesus so you don't right. do anything stupid. Uh, right. We talk about that. And, you know, Mac, we had, we were I was actually doing a, um, it was uh, one of our January messages. We always start off with um, we start the fall always with identity. And then we come back in January with typically a self-care, marriage care, back to basics kind of thing. And he said, I think more than self-care, it's really about soul care. 
Yeah. Isn't that a great way to say it? It is. It's about taking care of your inner self. We think of self-care as going to a spa, getting your hair done. That's awesome uh, so far as it feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. But we talk a lot about time alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherry Morrow says, you know, your toes up time, taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. So one of the big things about discipline, I said, if you have a plan, you're less likely to panic, is discipline without emotion. That's because, so hard. Oh, it, it <laughs> so hard. is so hard. <laughs> so soul care sets you up better mm-hmm. for that. So if I am drinking enough water, if I am eating smart, mm-hmm. if I am sleeping, you know, as much as I can, if I have, you know. Spending time in God's word. Oh, praying, yes. Um, yes. reading the Bible. If I'm exercising, I'm doing my basics. Laughing, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big mm-hmm. one. You know, it's releasing serotonin, that happy hormone. It sets you up for those things in your day that maybe increase the cortisol. <laughs> so yes. you, you want to balance it with that serotonin. But uh, taking care of myself. Now, that's a big part of discipline. I think a big part of parenting is take care of the parent Mm -hmm. and then teach the child. So now we looked at, all right, what's my job to parent, to raise my child up to be an adult? All right, what's discipline? It is to parent. I think they're the same thing. Raise up the child, train the child, correct the child, not just give punishment. Right. It is positive and negative consequences. And we say all the time, the formula for discipline that we have, and it's really the formula for teaching your child anything, is discipline simplified. You can find this on Instagram. You can find it probably, I don't know. I don't know if we have it on our website. It's it's definitely in other videos because I get sick of hearing myself say it. I say it so much, <laughs> but I'm going to say it one more time for you guys. Discipline simplified. Number one, establish desired behavior. I have to establish what I want not just what I don't want. Let's pitch it and reframe it in a positive way. Establish the desired behavior. Number two, articulate and model the desired behavior for your child. And so I have to say to my child, I know you can do it. And I really want to frame this in a positive way. For instance, instead of stop running, I'm going to say use walking feet. Instead of don't jump on the bed, I'm going to say feet on the ground. Instead, think don't ha- hit gentle don't, hands, gentle hands, mm-hmm. any way that you can reframe it positively. Well, we know from being in the classroom and parents, you may you may know just from being with your kids. But when you say stop something or don't do something, it's like it turns into a cycle. And all they think of is running, hitting, jumping, whatever you've just so said. True. Stop. So give the positive. And I all the time mom will say, I feel like I'm saying no all the time. I go, then say yes. figure out what you do Mm -hmm. want and say yes can I play outside yes after you do your homework right instead of saying no you have to do this go absolutely after this certainly there are times we have to say no for sure but there are definitely times when we can just reframe it Mm -hmm. and say yes Mm -hmm. Um, so articulate and model that desired behavior and then one give positive consequence when the behavior is displayed give negative consequence when it is not displayed and then you know number five we say it over and over again Rinse and repeat (laughs) over and over and over. And you're like, well, what about this situation? What about this? I'm telling you, this formula, it sounds so simple, but if you can remove the emotion and say, hey, let me plug this desired behavior into this Mm -hmm. system, now I've got a plan. Mm -hmm. Again, every child is different. Every season is different. But just go back to this and see if it works for you. And parents will say, well, it's not working. I'll go, oh not working yet stay at it you know (laughs) rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and some kids it's just like learning math reading 
you know, anything else, uh, gymnastics, mm-hmm. you know, how to ride a bike. Everybody grows at their own, you know, yes. developmental level. Some and so, things come easy and some things are a lot think, harder. Yeah. Why would we think discipline and behavior would be anything different? And so I loved what David Thomas said a couple of weeks ago in the podcast about how boys develop language later than girls and to also relate that to um, their emotions. They're going to get emotional vocabulary later. Yes. And I think a lot of the discipline, I mean, well, girls and boys, but with boys has to do with emotion. So remembering that. A lot, well, I want you to repeat that sentence because that <laughs> could not be more accurate. A lot of discipline has to do with emotions, especially with boys. A lot. I mm-hmm. will tell you, if I think back to the majority of discipline that I did with my mm-hmm. strong-willed blessing, my SWB, Emily, the trick with her, the goal with her was to teach her to um, recognize what she was feeling and articulate it. And then understand that sometimes she had to obey anyway. Right. And, it, but it was, it almost always involved emotion. Always. It, what did Matt call it? He would, um, an emotathon. Yes. It was like a marathon of emotions. Yes. A- I've been there. What a wonderful yes. thing though. Uh, that, that, that passion is what, you know, God will use to drive her and change the world. We don't want to change them we just want to channel that passion but i do think understanding that basic outline for discipline and almost anything goes back to it a mom messaged me and said hey we just got a new cat my 18 month old is being really aggressive what do you do so i literally went back to discipline simplified (laughs) and i said hey why don't you say okay i know you want to play with the cat but you have to use gentle hands and um be you know thoughtful and so then i said practice with a stuffed animal so that's the articulate and model Mm -hmm. the desired behavior and then i said okay now give the child opportunity so hold the cat okay i see you're giving praise if they're doing it right tell them exactly where to pet the cat pet we don't touch her eyes but only between her ears or whatever you give specific yeah, instruction right between the ears oh and they love being scratched under their chin yes give specific mm-hmm. instruction and then when they don't go oh okay time to put the cat down you know what we're gonna give this another try in just a minute mm-hmm. but now removing I mean, the you cat could, even for a little a little one you could even do a little sticker chart that was great you know yes. they could earn rewards or an m&m or something simple yeah very simple but it, you can plug any new behavior mm-hmm. any desired behavior into the formula I think. And I think it's also important to understand. Sometimes I'll say, you know, well, that's just that's developmentally appropriate. That's Mm -hmm. just where he is right now. That doesn't mean you excuse the behavior. Right. There's a big difference between understandable behavior Mm -hmm. and acceptable behavior. Right. And so we really want to make sure we we expect the acceptable behavior, even if it is age appropriate, of course. You know what? I remember this mom, her teenager, was rolling her eyes at her all, literally all the time. And she said, it's just a stage. And yes. Understandable. A thousand percent. It is a stage. She did not ask my opinion at the time. And I wanted her to so bad. But <laughs> she didn't. And um, But the stage will continue unless you say that's not appropriate, you know. Right. I just remembered a board book that I had for my um, boys when they were little. Uh-huh. And I wanted to mention it for the mom of the 18-month-old or anyone that is dealing with little ones and pets. It's called Tails Are Not For Pulling. 
and it goes through and it so talks good. about all yes. the different pets and how you interact with them. So anyway, wanted to mention Tails that. are not for pulling. That and there's excellent. ones that are like voices are not for yelling, hands are not for hitting. I mean, they have a whole series, but that particular one for pets I thought might be helpful. That is so great. And another thing about books is you can talk about mm-hmm. it and it's not personal. Right. And so books give you um, opportunity to teach without it being personal. And right. it's a psychologically safe, emotionally safe way to bring things up. I, I think that's excellent. But so I think the Discipline Simplified just fits into just about any situation. Um, but there there are a few things to remember that, that there is a difference between understandable and acceptable behavior. And a lot of times moms will say, you know, is he old enough for me to discipline this? And I go, stop. What's your goal? Independent, mm-hmm. competent adult. Okay. What does that behavior look like in the classroom, in the dorm room, in the boardroom? You've got to have that long-term perspective. And so um, when... If, if it's an unacceptable behavior, it's an unacceptable behavior. And you begin to address it, not because he was disobedient on purpose, but again, back up. What's my job? Discipline is not just correcting when he does something willfully disobedient. Right. Discipline is training and teaching, correcting and directing. Yes. So it's my job, whether he knew what he was doing or not, to say, stop, use gentle hands, stop, don't color on the carpet, stop whatever it is and then to teach the right way and to implement that discipline system Mm -hmm. you know I saw I thought of another um, common one about um, you know boys and David Thomas talked about this too have a lot more energy and they process emotions through physical activities I was watching um, a girls basketball game and it was like eight o'clock at night and they're streaming it on YouTube now isn't that great so you don't have to be there yes Um, and anyway so there was this boy, maybe four, and at halftime, he literally ran circles on the court the entire time. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's eight o'clock at night. He's maybe four. That kid needs to be in sports. Because those that behavior at eight o'clock at night, still that level of energy is probably not appreciated at eight o'clock in the morning at school right. or in the house. Right. And there's probably jumping that's happening and throwing things. And so I thought that... That kid needs to be in sports. That kid needs and to be running around yes. and being praised for running around. Yes. Needs to achieve something like and that. And not baseball. That's not going to be a good sport. Right, right. An active um, one. And I think that's a, uh, sports are a great outlet for. Yes. When, if you are at that point with your kids, if it's a gymnastics class or a what do they call it over here? Roly polies or, yeah. you know, anything like Finding that. Finding the active, um, yeah. Going to the park. It, absolutely. Yeah. Giving opportunity Trampolines. for releasing that. Trampolines. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, maybe I've done all of these. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that, and I think a lot of times we attribute that to boys and mm-hmm. boys are statistically definitely more likely, but you've got an active girl. Mm-hmm. And she's an incredible athlete, actually, already, you know. And so it's a wonderful thing. And it is um, it is to be appreciated. Yes. Again, we don't want to change them. We just want to channel that, whether it's channeling the strength, channeling the passion or channeling the energy. Mm -hmm. We want to love the child we have, embrace the responsibility and um, help that child make that a win. But never lower the bar understandable versus acceptable behavior. Right. Um, And so that discipline simplified, as we said We've got, I mean, I'm pretty sure I teach on discipline 
a series every year, but there's one that you could get your hands on now. Explain to them how they can get right. uh, that one. We, I want a couple. I want to cover a couple of other things that are actually. I think I may mention them in this series, but explain to them do. how it works. Right. How to get so their hands on it. So if you go to fearlessmom.com, you can go under resources and you'll find our e-courses. Um, under e-courses, you can find the strength and dignity curriculum, which we've just loaded. And there, you and I have talked about the parenting pendulum. That's one of the series. Right. And then the other one is called, it's not that complicated, which is all about discipline. And we've loaded this course. Uh, there's eight sessions, um, $20, but Oh, yeah. If you use your code, the discount code, Fearless Friends, always gets you $10 off. Right. So you can get them off for $10. And so if any of this has interested you, you can head on over there and you can check out that entire series. And you get into discipline with strong-willed blessings, discipline with easygoing, compliant kids. Um, we have a couple of interviews. Emily's in one. Uh, Deanne and Kaylee Wilson are in one. Um and you really wrap it up nicely. It, it's simple, but not easy. And, you know, the thing about the e-courses that, you know, we've said, obviously, money is never a reason for you not to get your hands on something. So if you need a scholarship, reach out, info at fearlessmom.com, and Julia will get you connected. Um, but it does allow us to reach more moms. Yes. And it just streamlines our system. Another thing um, that I was going to say about the e-course is you can watch the videos or you can just do the audio. Yes, so you it, can. You can just listen to it as well. Um, we tried to make that available. Um, again, we're just trying to get out um, as much uh, help for moms as possible. So whether it's audio, video, whatever makes it easier for and you. And it's basically my parenting course that everyone's joining because... I come to you with all these questions. Look, every time some, that, that's a great thing to say though. Uh, every time somebody asks me a question, they'll say, I'm sorry to bother you. And I'm like, okay, please don't ever see that as bothering me. First of all, I love it. And it helps me teach. If you tell me, you know, if you are asking me a question, you're telling me what's really going on currently in your life. And trust me, there are a hundred other moms that are thinking the same thing. So if you ever have a question or something we can address, um, you know, on a podcast, that would be interesting to you uh, or, you know, would meet your need where you are right now. Let us know at info. <laughs> let us get that. Do you hear that? <laughs> let us know by emailing Julia <laughs> at info at fearlessmom.com. I love answering those questions and we can't always get to everyone but we do our best mm -hmm. to um, consolidate and to answer as mm -hmm. many as possible and when we can't help you we try to reach out to other people and so um, and maybe some others who can and that will actually help us right now give us some more questions to ask David and Sissy who are incredible right. resources with raising boys and girls yes they are incredible but um, I think a lot of times we get very wrapped up in the discipline and I'm just so worried and I'm afraid I'm not doing it right. And we always want to encourage you. Number one, you're exactly the mom that your child needs. And then number two, you're doing better than you think you are. And if you will lean in and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this discipline thing. I understand that discipline is more than just giving punishment, that it is about teaching and training, mm -hmm. directing and correcting. And then don't underestimate the power of trust and spending time with your child. That's part of discipline. Mm -hmm. That is not wasted time, mm -hmm. that is invested time. And you are setting them up 
to trust you when you do have to give negative consequences or when you do give them a, um, a direction or a command or whatever that they don't understand. You want them to trust you. And so how can you discipline today? Sit down and eat lunch with your child. Sit down and eat dinner or breakfast with your child. How, you know, how can I be a good mom today? You know what? Talk to your child when you are driving carpool. Mm-hmm. Sit outside and have a snack on I the porch. I know with my middle guy who's really, really quiet. If he says, Mom, will you come throw the ball with me? I need to drop what I'm doing and go. Because that is where it comes out. In recess today, this happened. Or, um, And he doesn't do it on purpose. It's not like he's, he's in his mind thinking, I need to talk to Mom. I'm going to go throw the ball. Nope. It just happens. It happens. Actually, sorry to quote David Thomas again, but he does say that. He's like, if you want your child to talk to you, shoot baskets, mm-hmm. go for a walk, mm-hmm. throw the football, mm-hmm. play a game. Um, it, it's, again, giving opportunity for that um, conversation and then also building trust. It is mm-hmm. all about, we say all the time, rules without relationship build resentment and rebellion, but rules with relationship build responsibility and respect and that's what we want and so it's so important you just can't underestimate the meals the walks the games Mm -hmm. the hanging out the watching movies that's part of discipline Mm -hmm. that is part of and you want to love your child well then you spend time with them and you implement a discipline strategy and see discipline as training and correcting, you know, and directing and teaching so that they can become that independent adult. I think think that's the answer. I, I mean, that is, in my opinion, something that applies to no matter the age or life stage. I would agree. And so, yeah, if you want to get more, you know, um, go to fearlessmom.com. We say you can get a snoop full there and then (laughs) check out the e-courses. Thanks so much for joining us. And again, let us know if you have questions. I want to leave you with this one verse. Ready? Galatians 6, 9. Do not grow weary in doing good for in the proper time you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. Hang in there. Don't quit. Lean in keep at it. Tomorrow is a new day. Thanks so much for joining us. And we um, look forward to hearing your questions and we'll uh, be back next week. We're so glad you joined us today. You can get more resources and information at fearlessmom.com.